Ladies and gentlemen, it's a big, weird, wild world out there, folks, and here we stand. Al pie del cañón, ready for anything, I'm Rob, that's the Natch, and you're listening to... The Bravo Show! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's Friday! <laughs> we made it, that's right, end of the week, cuesta bajo hasta el fin de... Oh, thank God, guys, we did it. We did it. You and I, we did it together, listener. <laughs> Listeners. Um, how are we doing? A big good morning to Gemma, Pedro, Vero, Born to Iron Man. Um, Decoy, I believe, is in the chat. How are you doing, guys? If you want to be as cool as those individuals, you can do that very simply by going to twitch.tv barra forward slash professional bohemian. Um, that's Bohemia Professional, but in English. If you want to interact with the show outside of its stream times, very simply just go to Instagram. Um, that's at Professional Bohemian also. Or if you want extra content, you want to deep dive the links and content that I use on the show, you can do that on my Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Professional Bohemian. There. Done. How are you doing, guys? It's Friday. Let's see what people are saying. Uh, good morning, amigos, says Born to Iron Man. Vero, good morning. Uh, beautiful warriors around the universe and beyond. It's Friday. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, good morning. It's Friday, says Gemma. And um, Pedro, good morning. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, guys. Happy Friday to you, Natch. Yeah, happy Friday. <laughs> Thank you, man. Thank you. So what's your, what are your plans? What are your plans? Not too much. Nice. A few beers on Sunday, but in the morning, so... Best plans. Oh, in the morning it, with uh, with a view for it to continue through most of the day. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Cancel the afternoon plan, sweetie. I'm going to be napping. I love it. <laughs> um, nothing, no, nothing so exciting for me. I'm going to go to Izzy's house this weekend. Um, so TV, Indian food, and um, and <laughs> and reading the news like a maniac for next week's shows. That's what that's what's going to happen, folks. That's my weekend in a nutshell. All right, let's see what's um, uh, coming up in the show this afternoon. Oh, this morning, sorry. Um, wishful thinking there. This afternoon, like the day was almost over. Um, here we go. In um, today's 100 humans, I asked them um, to name a common fear, uh, miedo, a fear that someone might have. Nombra un miedo común que alguien pueda tener. Yeah. That was a translation on that. He's, I'm getting the Natch nod. All right, I'll accept that. Um, in today's Complete the News, we'll find out why a man um, was accused of digging up. Uh, excavar, I think you'd say, to dig up. Yeah. Oh, Natch. I mean, no. You don't have to give me a nibble. It's not necessary, Natch. <laughs> Since the nivelazos, my Spanish has improved, Natch. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna lay that out on the table. It's your responsibility. <laughs> uh, a, a man who was accused of digging, digging up his neighbor's yard, his neighbor's garden, jardin. We'll find out why he did that in complete the news, and if we have time, more things. Um, in today's unpopular opinion, my God, it's a good one. Today's unpopular opinion is. Um, blah, blah, blah. Constant self-improvement. It's a bit of a controversial one today, Natch. Constant self-improvement creates more anxiety than benefit. Hmm. Like a focus on self-improvement. Too much of a focus. El auto mejoramiento, would you say? Self-improvement? Auto ayuda? Uh, auto ayuda, auto mejora, yeah. Yeah. But auto mejoramiento, no. No, no mejoramiento, no. no. So auto mejora. Auto mejora, I would say. El auto mejora. Auto con desarrollo. Auto maybe. desarrollo. Oof, isn't that self. Well, well, well yeah, improve. All right. Auto me- de- desarrollo. Um, constante crea más, um, crea más anxiedad que beneficios. Here, when I say self improvement, when we say self improvement, we all know that section in the bookshop, don't we? <laughs> the section that you shouldn't really ask where it is because it defeats the purpose the self-help section (laughs) if you go into a bookshop and you ask where's the self-help section they tell you that kind of defeats the purpose go find it for yourself (laughs) um yeah 
is it does it create more anxiety this focus on constantly being a better you does it create more anxiety mass and say that than it does benefit than it does que, que beneficios we'll dig into that in the second part of the show but right now friends i'm here you're here we're all here let's see what's going on in the world shall we um yesterday we reported on um well yesterday on yesterday's podcast but on um wednesday evenings Probo show after dark. By the way, guys, radio listeners, there are two shows that you completely missed. If you only engage with a show on the radio, um, there are two shows that you completely missed. Um, on one of them, we spoke about um, founder of OpenAI, Sam Altman, considered right now one of the leading voices in um, in artificial intelligence. He said that. Yeah, AI isn't significantly going to reduce the workforce. It isn't going to like cause a big difference in um, in our working habits. The only thing it will do is make us more productive, not cut jobs. And I I said on that um, on that show that I find that very naive. I think that's um, naive to the point where Sam Altman, being an intelligent man, um, should know different. Um, and uh, I'm I'm here with a different piece of news here by the DeepMind co-founder, el co-fundador de DeepMind, Mustafa Suleiman. He warns that AI is fundamentally a labor-replacing tool over the long term. Um, so, so yeah, que la inteligencia artificial es una herramienta fundamentalmente Sustitutiva? Oh, Nacho, I need your help there. Sustitutiva. Sustitutiva del trabajo. A la largo plazo. Vamos. Sustitutiva. Oh, Nacho, you said it once. Nail, it's nailed in there now. The best. Give yourself a Probo approved for being a good teacher. Probo approved. Yeah, the DeepMind co founder, Mustafa Suleiman, says the artificial intelligence is fundamentally about replacing um, replacing labor in the long term. And of course it is. Sam Altman's words, either naive or... I mean, I, I, I'm reticent to say intelligently or intentionally um, lying there or misrepresenting the truth. Let's dig into this piece of news um, coming to us from, from fortune.com. Uh, DeepMind, DeepMind co-founder Mustafa Suleiman, known for his influential role in the AI industry, has expressed concerns about AI's potential negative impact on labor. Despite founding uh, DeepMind and later selling it to Google's parent company Alphabet for £400 million, <clears throat> and now working on his new company, Inflection AI, Suleiman warns that AI, if left unchecked, unchecked could fundamentally replace human labor um where do you stand with that Natch? do you believe that to be true false what do you think um i don't know <laughs> i don't know how to say what to say i mean do you believe do you believe that what that jobs in the future will be um uh, will be reduced human work will be reduced because companies will be using a lot more AI tools. I think there appear there, there will there appear more other kind of jobs. I think. Yeah, I mean, I kind that can of be a revolution. It's like I kind of agree, right? Because people, but then fundamentally, I think if I was to if my needle was to swing on on a direction of this point, I would um, I would be fundamentally. I, there's a difference. People kind of they compare like the printing press or the internet as technological revolutions that, in the end, created more jobs and then took away. I mean, the internet, in, in um, for the for the main part, actually created a new domain to be exploited, right? You know, new territory to be mined. Whether that became information or creating um, digital countries, by which you might say. Um, Websites are of such that can be mined and stripped for their resources, resources being information. Um, and I think the fundamental difference between the internet and artificial intelligence is that artificial intelligence isn't bringing any new, t new um, territory to the table. 
It is fundamentally a tool. There are parts of the internet that are a tool. You know, parts that are used by the financial sector, etc. There are parts of it that are used as a tool, but fundamentally, it is there to um, to take work, to take um, the pressure off of human hands, right? Like a calculator. How many new jobs have calculators created? <laughs> you know. Uh, anyway, he notes that while AI display, uh, why he notes that while AI can make operations more um, efficient and create new job opportunities, it can also lead to significant job displacement. Now, I believe this, um, and you're going to say, Rob, why are you making us all scared of AI? What are you doing? What are you doing? You, you're giving us this information. Or you're giving us this opinion with no um, with no backing whatsoever. Well, in fact, I do bring a little research with me today. Uh, that research coming from Price Waterhouse Coopers, twenty um, seventh annual global CEO survey. If you're on my Patreon, you will get um, you'll get a link to this, so you can go check it out for yourself. Um, I'll quote directly from this. So this is a survey they do over thousands of CEOs, jefes, jefazos, at least in the short term. This is a quote from this um, from this global CEO survey. At least in the short term, with one quarter of CEOs expecting to reduce headcount by at least 5% in 2024 due to generative AI. <laughs> I mean, this is why I say, like, if you don't think it's going to displace people's jobs, you're being naive. I mean, now, in, in 2024, there isn't even anything really that impressive. The Venn diagram between, um, uh, between robotic or humanoid robotic um, uh, workers and AI isn't for, fully realized. They can't autonomously do things like we can. But how far away are we from that, really? You know? And even without that happening, a quarter of the world's CEOs want to reduce their workforce by at least 5% in 2024 just because of generative AI. Does that swing your needle at all, Natch, knowing that? No. You still think... I mean, in the short term, what jobs is AI creating right now? Mm, So far... Only prompt creators. Yeah, prompt engineers, and even that is is not the um, is has been. They've kind of backpedaled on that being the job of the future because now AI can prompt itself. <laughs> you type in a Chat GPT, can you write a prompt for me to to create an efficient, and it'll do it. You know. So yeah, my um, my optimism remains. Okay. How are we doing? Cameron joining us in the chat. My optimism remains. I'm still very optimistic about AI, but I think we're all being very naive if we don't think it's going to replace us, replace our place in the job market. Um, and I honestly look forward to that day, but I look forward to that day on the proviso that that governments and society is ready to deal with that displacement of work, whether that be universal basic income or some kind of strategy and plan moving forward. So yeah, I'll post both of those links in um, in the Discord, uh, in the Discord, sorry, in the um, Patreon later on. All right. Uh, scientists clone the first rhesus monkey using a new method. They've cloned a monkey, Natch. <laughs> why is that? Why is that newsworthy? Well, let me get get to that first. First, let's le- read a little bit of this news coming from RTE.ie. Um, scientists clone the wor- the first rhesus monkey using a new method, mono. Uh, los científicos clonan el primer mono rhesus mediante un nuevo método. Chinese scientists have successfully cloned a rhesus monkey, making a significant advancement in primate cloning. So this is the first time, um, uh, the first cloned primate to survive to um, to healthy adult adulthood. Why is that important? Because friends, we may think ourselves above animals, but we are essentially primates. This is this may go down in history as the first step towards human cloning. Um, yeah, interesting stuff. Using um uh, using a modified version of a technique created 
that created Dolly the sheep, the team implanted 11 out of 113 cloned embryos into surrogate uh, monkeys, uh, with only one surviving. Uh, born after a 157-day gestation period, um, he now he has now lived for over two years. Woo! Where do you stand on cloning, Natch? There's a tough one. I don't like it. You don't like it? For humans? What about for animals? No. no, no, no Neither? No. Oh, I would totally clone my dogs. <laughs> I mean, I totally would. I mean, yeah. Or would I? I don't know. I, w- I don't know, because there's so many dogs up for adoption, and I'm pretty pro-animal. But what about if there's a, a meat shortage and it forced us in a position as a society to clone um, to clone pigs, for example? Still no? No. Oh. That actually surprised me. You surprised me. Um, let's see what people are saying. How do you feel today, Rob? Teeth ache getting better. Seems like my dentist made a bit of a mistake when he operated on me. <laughs> he said he um, may have... Um, Oh, God, how do I say this in English? He may have, um, when he was injecting me, um, injected into my ligament, which will, um, uh, which would explain why it's so painful and why the pain is enduring. <laughs> so he's given me some muscle relaxants. Yeah, apparently 10 full days of Delore I'm waiting on. <laughs> At least I don't have to go back to the dentist tonight. So I can, um, I can enjoy my weekend. Um, but yeah, still a little bit of pain. Thanks for asking, Carmen. So there you go. Yeah, the world's first primate, cloned primate to survive into early adulthood. Okay, final final piece of news for today. You're not imagining it. No es tu imaginación. Google search results are getting worse, a study finds. Uh, los resultados de búsqueda de Google están empeorando, según un, un estudio. Recent studies found that the quality of Google search results, particularly for product searches, is declining due to the prevalence of low-quality affiliate link content. This study, uh, this study conducted by researchers from Leipzig University, Bauhaus University Weimar, and the Center for Scalable Data Analytics and Artificial Intelligence. Wow, that was a mouthful. So this study analyzed 7,392 product review search terms across Google, Bing, and DuckDuckGo. Have you ever heard of DuckDuckGo, Natch? No. It's like um, a privacy-conscious search engine. So it's a search engine that doesn't kind of steal your data, apparently. Apparently. Um, in case you're interested in that kind of thing. The the results showed that the highest-ranked pages often had more affiliate links and lower-quality text. Despite Google's efforts to improve its algorithm and combat SEO spam, the study suggests that these efforts are not fully effective, with spammers finding new loopholes. While Google performed better than Bing and DuckDuckGo, the overall trend indicates a decline in the quality of search results, raising concerns about the state of the search engine industry. You've got one Right? Do you have you used um, have you used artificial intelligence at all to replace search, Natch, when it comes to information? No. Wolf, you know I kind I have. The only problem is then once you find some information that's compelling, is you have to go back to Google or a search engine to verify if it's correct or not. The the fact that AI hallucinates is a big problem. But I think once they fix that, ooh, it's trouble. I, I sense trouble for Google. I really do. All right, guys, that's the news for today. Let's move on to today's Unpopular Opinion. Unpopular Opinion. All right, it's time for today's Unpopular Opinion. Today's brain fat, today's pedocerebral, pedomental. And it is constant self-improvement or a focus on self-improvement. El auto mejor, no, el auto mejora, auto desarrollo. Thank you, Natch. Give yourself a... Yourself a nivelazo, Nudge. No? Buy a nivelazo. I see a little smile creeping on that face. <laughs> um, uh, uh, so, or, constant or a focus on constant self improvement creates more anxiety than benefit. Um, uh, crea más ansiedad que beneficio or beneficios. 
Uh, that's today's unpopular opinion. I did ask people on Instagram, Natch, do you um, uh, do you dare guess what Instagram said? I don't know. Uh, maybe they said false. By a little, by a lot. A little. Natch, there is something wrong with the universe. A wormhole has opened up and we are living in the darkest timeline. Because today, Natch, you're completely incorrect. <laughs> Take me out of this world. We don't belong here. No, today, Natch, they said true by 73%. Which is surprising, right? Because um, isn't kind of, isn't Instagram the home of, of uh, pop psychology nonsense? You're a special snowflake and you're capable of great things. <laughs> At least those are the posts that keep on perniciously invading my timeline. Um, Vero here says, true. The need for improvement generates a feeling of anxiety that can be detrimental to health. Ooh. Um, well, obviously, friends, as I always do, I, as I want to do, I did thoroughly torture the elves this morning. Poor little guys. And they provided me with some pro and con arguments. So let's get into those right now. Firstly, in the pro column agreeing with the statement that constant self-improvement can create anxiety. Constantly striving for self-improvement can set unattainable standards, leading to feelings of inadequacy and failure when these standards are not met. Um, I know this through experience and through the experience of close friends of mine, particularly one in particular, no naming and shaming, who was so focused on her self-improvement got to improve got to got to do this got to do that it just caused this overwhelming sense of anxiety creating these expectations of what she should be doing and what results they will they will bring a, a focus of constant self-improvement i'm not saying self-improvement as um, uh, as a concept is detrimental i'm saying constant focus on self-improvement not being forgiving enough with your own human um, fallibility causes anxiety. Anyway, next one, burnout. The relentless pursuit, pursuit of self-improvement can lead to burnout. The pressure to constantly be better can be exhausting both mentally and physically. Right. Um, Pedro here says, I'm on the fence on this one. I guess I will let the elves decide for me. <laughs> I'm guessing you, Natch, you're a false for this one. Because you are a little bit more enlightened than I am. Well, no. yes, I would say false. Yeah. We'll get into we'll get into it in a second. Okay, so um the relentless pursuit of self-improvement can lead to burnout. I mean that for me is is almost a mirror uh, it's almost the same as the first point, right? You know, you you act in a certain way. I know like I, I focus quite heavily on my own self-improvement in my life. But I think the big difference with me and and with the people who kind of militantly focus on it constantly is that I can be very forgiving of my own human frailty, my own kind of um, my own um, take on the human condition. If I b behave in a way that goes against or goes contrary to what I consider the behavior that I deem appropriate to myself, I can forgive myself. Look, dude, you're, you're only human. Try again. Try better tomorrow right um all right i with all this talk about <laughs> being more forgiving with yourself i'm starting to sound like a self-help book natch shoot me if, if i fall down that road put me out of my misery uh perpetual dissatisfaction always looking for ways to improve oneself can result um in never feeling content with who you are this perpetual state of wanting more can diminish happiness and satisfaction with life as it is. This is a fascinating point that we'll get into more in the second half. Yeah, um, if you're constantly looking at yourself as wanting, as needing, then you're never going to be fully happy with yourself. Next, um, increased anxiety. The focus on continuous improvement can heighten anxiety, particularly if it feeds into a cycle of self-criticism and negative self-evaluation. All right, let's get into the cons real quick. Um, a commitment to self-improvement can lead to a significant or too significant personal growth and a development helping individuals realize their potential and achieve goals. These are the pros, remember? Saying, no, 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 it's more beneficial 
than uh, negative. Continuously working on oneself can foster the ability and resilience as one learns to navigate challenges and embrace change positively. Engaging in self-improvement can boost self-confidence and self-efficacy as individuals witness their ability to affect positive change in their lives. And finally, over time, self-improvement efforts can lead to an enhanced life satisfaction as individuals align closer with their values and aspirations. Obviously, there are kind of a lot of um, arguments saying, you know, it's for the net benefit for these reasons. We all know that. But can we deny that an emphasis too much self-improvement can lead to uh, to anxiety? Well, I'm not going to answer that question, friends. You guys in the audience are. I'm going to post a poll, and you're going to tell me, does a constant focus on self-improvement create more anxiety than benefit? Woo! Friends, so many things you could have been doing this morning. Instead of doing those things, you took the time to spend some time with uh, me and the Natch, and it means the world. I'll see you in a few minutes. Hey guys, if you'd like to support the show, you can do so on Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash professional bohemian. There you'll find VODs of the episodes as they are recorded live, blogs, vlogs, and behind the scenes content. If you'd like to watch the show live, you can do so on twitch.tv forward slash professional bohemian. And you can participate in the polls we use in the show on Instagram at professional bohemian or Twitter at probo, P-R-O-B-O-H. Okay. On with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. How are you doing out there? How's it going, friends? Um, wow, and what a show we're having. We took a look at the co-founder of DeepMind's warning with regards to AI fundamentally replacing labor, um, backed up by a poll from, um, or a survey from PricewaterhouseCooper. Uh, stating that at least a quarter of CEOs are looking to replace workers with generative AI. Wow, scary stuff. Uh, we looked at the first um, first cloned primate to survive to healthy, healthy adulthood um, in a Chinese lab. And we also took a look at Google, apparently whose search results are getting worse. Still the best among the search engines, apparently, but a decline in the um, in the quality of the links it serves has been noted. Oh, my God. And finally, then we got into today's unpopular opinion, which is constant self-improvement can create more anxiety than benefit. The votes are in. I believe we've just we've got a few seconds left until they've stopped. So you can still vote if you want to. Um, all right, Natch, let's get into... Uh, I'm interesting. I'm interesting. I'm interested. So you think you think false, right? Yes. Okay. Um, uh, and, you know, there, there are arguments to be made. We've, just, we've heard a few there. Um, so you think... Like, you acknowledge, though, right, that, that it does or can at least cause some anxiety. Mm, yes, but uh, everything that you take uh, to this extreme. Mm. But I don't think constant self-improvement has to be extreme. Yeah, yeah. Self-improvement can be like little by little, constantly improving. And there are a lot of things in your life that you can Wise words. Improve. Wise so, words. You see, that's why he's the Oracle. <laughs> that's why he's the Oracle. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I do think, I do think though, to a certain extent, um, Natch listeners, um, that self-improvement, the idea, the concept of self-improvement, almost... N- needs to exist in the vacuum of you being uh, okay as you are. Does that make sense? It's like English language classes exist in a vacuum of of um, uh, of not of a country not knowing English, right? So self-improvement would not exist if you were perfectly happy with the way you are with a person complete as you are all right and that in itself that in itself kind of betrays what i foresee as a as a potential problem with um with the industry of self-help self-improvement things like that however as natch quite rightly says self-improvement takes many forms self-improvement can be pottery classes (laughs) can be learning another language yeah yeah 
And surely, if it does lead to some self-criticism, isn't that a good thing? Shouldn't shouldn't we, in some respects, be um, critical of the people we are and the way we act? Can we be so made of glass that even criticizing ourselves offends us? <laughs> Should we not focus in a little bit inwards, a little bit more attention? Interesting debate. Um, I did receive quite a few um, messages from Instagram um, with regards to this. But first, I'd like to uh, turn my attention to the wonderful people in the audience. Let's see what they're saying. Um, uh, Pedro says, seriously, I think striving for improvement is also being cognizant of your own limitations and not turning that into an obsession. Um, so if you understand that as self-improvement, then the un unpopular opinion is wrong. Um, the bridge says, good morning. I'm sorry, bridge. How are you doing? She got you late. Um, I voted true because of the word constant. Yeah. It's tricky because the word constant um, threw it off. I, the wording was also too much self-improvement. But then I kind of have to stop using the word too much because too much of anything <laughs> means that you've done it to an excess, right? An unhealthy excess. Too much water will kill you. <laughs> water isn't poisonous you know um so yeah a constant constant self-improvement anyway let's um uh, let's dig into some more points here uh, a bald man beauty and gleam reflecting strength like a sunbeam um this username does not exist how are you doing welcome to the chat you've written me a poem someone's written me a poem in the chat natch uh, a bald man, beauty and gleam, reflecting strength, like a sunbeam, smooth and bold, a radiant theme in baldness. He's a lure supreme. I'm only going to guess that's AI completely. <laughs> but thanks for the effort. This username not exist. Uh, the bridge here, you need to be cognizant of your lib limitations. I can't fly, for example. Exactly. Exactly. But I don't think most um, areas of self-improvement are kind of pushing you towards things that you can't achieve. I mean, I do take issue, as you all well know, with this pop psychology nonsense that exists on social media. But self-improvement isn't just about um, creating a more healthy mindset. Self-improvement can be anything, can it not? Going to the gym. You're going to stop going to the gym because when you look in the mirror... You don't feel as good as the bigger boys. No, you keep on going, right? Um, I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually throwing in with a natch here and with, um, um, and against what everybody voted on um, on Instagram. We'll get to your vote in a second. I think we're 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 too we're way too um, sensitive these days with regards to ourselves. And the fact that, you know, the, 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 the one thing that really annoys me about pop psychology on uh, social media, Natch, is this idea that we're all special. <laughs> You're so special and beautiful and powerful, Natch. I mean, you, maybe. <laughs> but the rest of us. You're such a, you're, you're a creature of power and light. Shut up. No, you're not. You know, you're flesh and blood like the rest of us. You know, are you capable of amazing things? Yeah. But if you wasted your childhood like I I did, <laughs> then more than likely you're going to be sat in a radio studio <laughs> talking crap to a bunch of friends, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, not everybody. There are so many kind of socioeconomic factors that go into um, leading a successful life, having a healthy mindset, um, depending on your fam familial um, situation, depending on the country you were born, economically, the economic... Um, uh, purchasing power of your parents you know it all goes into play you know we all have limitations we're not all special beautiful powerful beings of light um and i think he's it, kind of healthy to know that and along with that comes quite a healthy dose of self-criticism i think you know going quite rightly so i spent a lot of my um, youth being a very angry man I dealt with um, uh, excessive drinking, a problem I finally managed to iron out for the most part. <laughs> you know, I'm certainly not an angry individual anymore, something that took me years to get over. And, um, uh, and bit by bit, 
made myself the imperfect but um, happily calmer person that you see before you. Um, so I'm in two minds. I, I kind of, I guess now I'm leaning more towards false on this one. But I do, um, I do acknowledge that a continuous trip or a continuous voyage of self-improvement doesn't necessarily mean an obsession. It just means you check in with, with yourself every now and again to make sure you're still on track. And is there really anything wrong with that? Anyway, let's see what you guys said. So I made the bold statement. Constant self-improvement creates more anxiety than benefit. You guys said... 60% true. Woo. Ouch. <laughs> yeah. Oh, see, I'm so on the fence here. This is what it is being kind of like Generation X. Quite late on in Generation X, you kind of got a foot in the millennial camp. And you got a foot in the Generation X camp. <laughs> Yeah, because I kind of I kind of recognize the importance of understanding your own value, seeing yourself as a good, powerful person, um, understanding you have the you know you're you're a powerful individual and you can exercise that power in a healthy way. But I also, you know, the more boomer side of me recognizes that you know I could be better. We could all be better, and um, uh, and you know having a little. Um, uh, Focusing a little of your time and energy into becoming a better person is probably the best way you can possibly spend your time. Would you agree with that statement, Natch? Yes. Yeah. Um, are we, I mean, and then, you know, I think the two key arguments um, that would support maybe the opinion of the audience today who voted 60% true is that always looking uh, for ways to improve oneself can result in never feeling content with who you are. Hmm. And that the idea of you needing improvement kind of feeds self-criticism and self-evaluation. But my argument is, is that really a bad thing? Shouldn't we all be more critical of ourselves and our ideas? In fact, isn't one of the biggest problems in the world today that we're all so sure that we're all so right with the things that we say? Hasn't the media and social media uh, bubbles created by pernicious algorithms hasn't that taught us or isn't that trying to teach us that we are in possession of the absolute truth maybe exactly what we need is a bit more of a negative self-evaluation maybe what we need is a bit more self-criticism and i use the word we i'm not just talking about you guys listeners or natch I'm talking about me too all of us we should all be more critical of of the decisions we make. We should all, should all think twice. Food for thought. As Grandpa, uh, but as Grandpa Bo used to say, opinions, friends, opinions, they're like buttholes. Everyone has one. They all stink, including mine. Let's go to today's un uh, 100 Humans. Oh my God, friends. It was a long walk to work today across snow-capped mountains and through river valleys and on that walk i encountered 100 humans and i asked them all a question today's question was name a common fear someone might have nombra un miedo común que alguien pueda tener a common fear are you ready audience i'm looking for your interaction and your ideas here name a common fear someone might have. I asked them that question. They gave me their answers. I'm in possession of the top seven answers right here. Your job in the chat is to identify those top seven answers. A big thanks to Carmen, Izzy, Vero, uh, CJ Barbas, uh, Coco, uh, Nessa Vanessa, uh, Resino Gemma, Pilar, that's all folks on Instagram for interacting with this. Whew. All right. As always, we go to the one and only Oracle for the first answer here. What do you think, Natch? Heights. Heights. Is heights there? Um, a lot of people on, on Insta agreed with that. Vero, Izzy, uh, Coco, they all agreed. 
is heights there. Yes, it is. Well done. There is a... <laughs> There's another one here. There's another one here in the list, Natch. That I would consider the same thing. We'll get we'll get to it later. But I would consider it the same thing. It's ridiculous that it's been separated into. But anyway. So fear of heights is there. It's the third most popular answer. 16 of 100 humans said a common fear is a fear of heights. Well done. Okay, Vero in the audience says spiders. A ton of people, um, uh, a ton of people on Instagram said spiders. Carmen, uh, Nessa, um, um, Gemma Racino all said spiders as well. Uh, so did uh, Born to Iron Man in the audience. Okay, is spiders there? Yes, it is. Well done. <laughs> spiders and insects. Spiders and insects. Do you have any fears, Nats? Do you have any phobias? I don't like heights. Yeah, mm. me too. I'm I'm not a fan of heights. Not a fan of bugs as well. Okay. Didn't know that about you. See, Natch and I, we're getting closer every day. <laughs> Even though we only talk on a microphone. <laughs> All right, let's see. Um, Vero in the audience also said a fear of heights. Born to Iron Man here says claustrophobia. Claustrophobia. Be, that's the, the fear of being in a, a tight, enclosed space. Claustrophobia. A bunch of people said that as well. Um, Racino Gemma on, um, on Instagram. Vero on Instagram. And its opposite was mentioned as well. But claustrophobia, is it there? Being in a small space, is it there? Yes, it is. Well done. I am surprised that no one has gotten the number one answer yet. But uh, small spaces is there. It's the fourth most popular answer. 13 of 100 humans um, said that. There are two at the end as well that are quite... Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, agoraphobia, people are saying in the chat, that's a fear of wide open spaces, right? Agoraphobia. Is it there? No, it's not. <laughs> CJ Barbas has a good one here. Technophobia, I've never even heard of that. Um, the fear that AI will overpower humanity. CJ Barbas on Instagram. Great answer, but not there. <laughs> Um, snakes, says the bridge. Snakes. Fear of snakes. It's not there. You weren't the only person to say that. You weren't the only person to say that. Um, Coco on Instagram also said that. Uh, let's see. Nessa Finessa on Instagram. She said, flying. Flying. Also, Elisa Perez just came in right now. Flying. Is flying there? Yes, it is. Well done. Instagram beating the live audience. How is that even possible? Flying is there. Um, and it's the number one answer. Well done. Elisa, um, Nessa, all you people who've said that. Well done. Flying is there. Isn't flying... The same as of, of having a fear of heights. I mean, I'm not excited. I'm not fr afraid of being on a plane on the ground. <laughs> it's when it's in the air. <laughs> Come on. Come on, humans. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll give you some clues. All right. My first TV show that I ever did, that I ever hosted, was on this issue. Well, among other things. I used to teach this um, professionally. Hmm. And it's a fear. It's a fear. Do you know what it is, Natch? Public speaking. Public speaking. Well done, sir. Hablar in publico, would you say? Yeah, all right. Public speaking is there. It's the second most common answer on this list. Um, the comedian Jerry Sandler. No, was it Jerry Sandler? Jerry, Jerry Seinfeld famously said 
that um, that me that um, f- dying is usually way down the list. It's not even in the top seven, which means that you at a funeral you would rather be at the box in the box than delivering the eulogy because <laughs> you're too afraid of public speaking. All right, there are two more on the list. Again, very closely related. Um, all right. All right, Natch, I'm going to give you a clue and audience. Um, this um, is an issue for me, thanks to my dentist. I will be afraid of this going forward. What? What? What is it, Natch? Pain. No, no, no. It is what is co- what caused the pain. He perforated um, uh, uh, what's it oh. on the side of my face? How? Needles. Yeah, needles. Well done, Natch. Needles or injections, however you want to say it. Well done, Natch. Eight of 100 humans, sixth place. I turn my attention to the chat. Vero said public speaking. Well done, well done. And finally, she also says doctors. Doctors is there. Well done. Going to the doctors. That was the final answer we were looking for. Go admit, Natch, that's a fear of mine. I hate going to the doctors. And now also the dentist. <laughs> All right, let's go through the list. I asked people to name a common fear people have in position number seven. We had going to the doctors in position number six. Injections. Again, isn't that the same thing? Where else are you getting injections other than at the doctors? I mean, unless you're a, you know, an addict, in which case, (laughs) stop. (laughs) Go seek help. Uh, In position number five, we had uh, spiders and insects. In position number four, we had being in small spaces, claustrophobia. In position number three, heights. In position number two, public speaking. And finally, in position number one, flying. Well done, guys. Well done. <laughs> Common fear people have. Carmen here's written Nazis and communists. <laughs> Terrifying. All right, let's move on to today's Complete the News. Complete the News! It's Complete the News time, friends. And this, I'm going to give you a genuine, genuine news headline. But I'm going to leave out some information. Your job in the chat is to identify the missing information using the three options I give you. All right. So this is about a man... In Connecticut, Natch. A man in Connecticut. To be specific, Ledyard, Connecticut. Okay, so here we go. Ledyard man accused of digging up, excavar, of digging up neighbor's yard, Jardin, because he believed they were blank. Hmm. A layyard man accused of digging up neighbor's yard because he believed they were blank. Is it... Oh, well, let me translate. Un hombre de layyard acusado de excavar en el jardín de los vecinos porque creía que eran blank. Is it... A. Pirates. Piratas. Thank God for America. Can we just say thank God for America? Otherwise, half of these... News stories would be so boring. Is it B? Liberals. <laughs> Liberalis. One of these days, the answer is going to be liberals, and then you're, you're all going to pay. Maybe it's today. Or is it C? Aliens. Ooh. Um, alienígenes. I, I never know how to say that. How do you say it, Natch? Alienígenes. Extraterrestrials. Exactly. <laughs> Aliens. Could they say it again? Alienígenas. Alienígenas. Yeah, I'm so bad at this. <laughs> Alienígenas. Extraterrestrials. All right. Um, a le- lead yard man accused of digging up neighbor's yard because he believed they were blank. Is it A, pirates, piratas, B, liberals, or C, aliens, extraterrestrials? A, B, or C? What do you think it is, Natch? C. I think aliens. You're also, th- I, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, why can't it be liberal pirate aliens? Why can't it be all three? <laughs> Maybe it is. 
Um, that's what Vero says. Pirate aliens. Okay, you say see. Seems like. Seems like, my friend, the audience agrees with you. Seems like everyone's saying C. In fact, there is no other answer. All right, let's uh, let's see if you're right, eh, folks? Okay, Ledyard Man accused of digging up a neighbor's yard because he believed they were... The answer is... A, pirates. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, it's a true story. This coming from um, uh, WFSB.com um, uh, <laughs> in L- Ledyard, Connecticut. A 62-year-old was arrested and faces multiple charges after he dug up, uh, again, excavar, his neighbor's yard. Um, he believed he owned owed the neighborhood What's that? He owned. He believed he owned the neighborhood and that his neighbors were pirates. <laughs> the incident occurred when he used a rock rake to dig up the front yard of a neighbor. I win today. Finally, Natch. A Friday, I take home the satisfaction of having beaten you. <laughs> well, it, tell you what, folks. It has been one hell of a week. Two studio... Uh, no, three studio shows. Two promo shows. After Dark, guys, um, only thing that's left for me to say is to uh, remind you that there is so much extra content that um, lives on my Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Professional Bohemian. Bohemio Profesional on Patreon. Do check me out there. Every now and again, though, I have some open posts that everyone can enjoy. Um, and I certainly want you guys, the listeners to this show, um, to enjoy them. Uh, I will be back this afternoon with um, Andy and the lunchtime show, the final one of the week there too. We're going to be, usually those things are crazy. So guys, thank you so much for tuning in and participating. It's been a hell of a ride. Um, more to come next week um, at this time, 8.30 to 9.30 every single day. A big thank you to all my uh, podcast downloaders. You guys rock the block, friends. There are so many things you could have been doing this week. An infinite number of things. But instead of doing those things, you took the time to spend some time with me. And it means the world. I will see you next week.